To watch this on YouTube, search Steepcast Episode 9. Oh hey, what's up? Welcome back to Steepcast, this is Episode 9. It's looking like it's gonna be a shorter episode today on account of we don't have a ton of steep news. Come to think of it, we don't have any steep news. Wait, 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 wait. We do have some breaking news as I'm editing the video. Steep just announced that the best of seasons is incoming. For the next few months, they will be doing a best of their live activities where some of the most successful equipment scents will be back for you to collect one last time. So those of you that missed out on some awesome equipment before, here's your chance. Along with these best of seasons comes the usual Steep World Tour, weekly Ubisoft Club challenges, and monthly season specials to test your skills on the slope. To start off, they're looking back at Season 4, Flight of the Quetzal, which had a beautiful exclusive wingsuit inspired by the bird of the same name. They also have one final note regarding PvP mode. The beta name has been removed as it was there for technical reasons which have now been resolved. Make sure to check out Check My Stees because it is wrapping up today, so if you head over to their Discord you can see everyone's entries and find out who wins. Hey, can we get a couple of those clips for our show for a highlight reel? I'm sure we'll be getting a couple of the Check My Stees entries to show you guys on here too. Sweet. All right. Let's uh let's head on over. Where are we heading, Nick? Oh, we could just mosey on over to the uh roundup. The what now? The uh I think you need to speak a little bit louder there. It's time for I know you got it in, yeah. <sighs> was um obnoxious seems to be getting that way more and more every single week it sounds like you have a problem with it sounds like we're gonna have some fun with this one yeah there it is our first post this week comes from hit the bean they say i love this game and with runs like this there's no doubt that they love this game this is incredible i love how we matched up the action in the video and the speed of the video to the music that's going on in the background he just did an amazing job with this one. Oh yeah syncing everything up is next level editing this took time this was a labor of love and i cannot wait to see more of these edits because they are legendary next up we've got a screenshot from herbert 4323 called cheeky screenshot i got on my first day of playing i wouldn't be able to tell it's his first day of playing this is a gorgeous shot it looks like the beginner outfit though so i kind of caught that but still it looks amazing the sun sun flare going on too or lens flare whatever you call it right at the peak of the mountain so just a beautiful shot looks like the early advertisements they had yeah i was just going to say this looks like an online ad this looks like a big old billboard for the game you could put some awesome text right there maybe we'll pop the nick and mitch logo on there for right now how does that look ah oh, come on you can't beat that next up we have a screenshot from no sleep forever great job wow we they got to take a picture at their favorite spot wearing an all pink suit that just pops you know i think the reason why i like this suit so much is i'm gonna bring them up again those cherry blossoms that pink suit is like taking cherry blossoms everywhere you go 
If you're listening to this, take a photo with this outfit in the cherry blossoms because it would look sweet. We've also got a submission from B Corbs 4 called Hand Drag Steez and ooh, he just gets the hand on that snow and then finishes the cliff drop. Excellent clip. Now this next submission comes from Jonicide and it kind of took us both back because the first clip of this video is a quote, a wonderful quote from way back in episode whatever that was, where I believe it was me who said, go out there, do what you love, and make it look sexy. Look, it's right there, it starts this video. How could you beat that? Thank you, Jonicide, and thank you for another incredible video. We have to let this one play out because the angles, the use of slow motion, and the ambiance throughout this, everything is perfect. It is A's all around. My favorite shots in this video are the ones of the paraglide doing backflips to the song, and then also the clips later on where a guy's in a rocket wingsuit flying next to a skier going down a spine on one of the mountains. It just looks sick. Thanks again to John Aside for the quick shout out at the beginning of another awesome video. And thanks to everyone else who let us use their videos. As always, please keep uploading your stuff to Reddit. And if you upload it to Twitter, be sure to tag us with hashtag Steepcast or at Nick or Mitch. Well, that does it for this week's Reddit Roundup. Sad. But it's time to jump into the main topic. The main topic this week got prompted from one of your questions on last week's video, and we decided we would talk about the question for long enough, we might as well make it the main topic. Well, I didn't know that we could do this. Absolutely, there's no rules. We can do whatever we want for the main topic, because this is our show. The question came from Steep Clips Germany, and he was asking if we would like to see a free ride competition, because when they did the free ride world tour in Steep, the challenges, you could still do quad backflips and some unrealistic stuff. He would like to see a competition that limits you to single and double backflips and some of the easier grabs, grinds, and realistic tricks that you would see in real life. He does love the Check My Steez challenge because they aim for more video submissions like that, but would also think that more people would compete in the challenges in the game if there was a scoring system that did favor more of the realistic side. I mean, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. If you go to YouTube right now, and well, if you're watching the video on YouTube, please wait until the end of the video. But if you go to YouTube and you search Check My Steez Steep, you will see pages and pages of video submissions to this group. I mean, whatever they're doing clearly has to be something that's working well because they have a ton of people that are submitting every single week to all of these challenges. It seems like keeping it simple is almost the way to go for this kind of stuff, right? It's one of those challenges where you want to keep it simple and realistic, but you also want to have variation throughout your run. That is one of the key factors that they look for when they're judging these clips, so that you're not consistently pulling off a quadruple backflip or triple corks and that you can actually vary up your run and throw in some different tweaks and grabs. And I understand that this game is not supposed to be an exact simulator of realistic mountain sports, but it does kind of feel nice to be able to emulate what happens in the real world versus, you know, pulling off a nine times backflip off of a hot air balloon. It's nice to be able to goof around like that sometimes and really push the limits of what 
your creativity can think of, but it is always nice to come back. And I think it's more palatable to watch videos in the game that look like real life. It kind of blurs the line between what is real and what is fake, in my opinion at least. I have no problem with this new scoring system to bring everything down a little bit and make it a little more realistic. Yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this when we were over at the Grand Finals in Poland and slope style was one of the two challenges that could that had a champion. And the way the scoring system works in the game right now, the way people would build up the most points is to hit a rail as slow as possible. Right. So you could spend the most time on the rail to build up the most points. And you just spin around constantly and then pull off quadruple corks and the same trip, like the same sort of grab gets you the most points. Yeah. So it's just trying to maximize your airtime on those and then maximize your time on the rails. So just searching for the longest rails that you can hit throughout the course. It kind of led to a, you know, more it's still intense because you have to hit it perfectly and someone might beat you out just because they did it a bit better. But that's not what you see in the real competitions. And I just love to see variation and some risk when you go out there. Exactly right. It was still very competitive and very nerve-wracking to watch these runs because you didn't know what was going to happen during them, but it did kind of drag and I feel like the excitement would have been just bumped to the next notch if they were pulling off, you know, quick kisses on the boxes or a sweet grind followed by something that showed a creative side versus just playing to win based on what you know the mechanics will score and how they will score a run. I think our favorite part of that slope style was when Obzin went for the transfer on the last jump and rail section of that slope style too. And he told us in the practices earlier that day that he was gonna do that because he helps with check my steez, so that's more of a style anyways. So he went for a nice risky trick that just looked great and the crowd was cheering about it too, so they appreciated it as well. And we did have a couple of competitors that had some throwaway runs or they knew that that wasn't their discipline that they were competing for at that tournament, and they did give us a show, and those ones were so much fun to watch because it didn't matter. They were just enjoying the space, they were enjoying the trick park, and putting on a show for the audience. The next time one of those tournaments happens, we need to figure out a way to score those runs based on what the audience wants to see, not what the game is going to provide us with their in-game scoring system. Mitch, have you put any of these numbers together? I mean, I know that you're always one to sit down and figure this kind of stuff out. Have you thought this one through at all yet? Well, you know that I've sat back and crunched the numbers because I love me some spreadsheets and playing with these things. Who doesn't? But in general, I think there could be a little bit more done with the scoring system in the game right now. We talked about how staying on the rails as long as possible is one of the ways to get the most points. And then holding a trick as long as possible and as many flips also gets you the most points. But then it doesn't become visually appealing sometimes, so... In my perfect world, there would be some sort of base points for the trick that you're pulling off, and then some additional points if you add a tweak into it. Once you take that score, then they would figure out how hard you landed. So there's the G-Force already in the game, and I know the G-Force isn't perfect and people don't love it, but some sort of way where if your landing's pretty soft and smooth, then your score stays the same. If your landing is a little bit rough, then maybe your total score is multiplied by 0.9 or 0.95. So it takes off a little bit of points because of your rough landing. And then as your landing gets more rough, then your score gets lower and lower. And finally, one that everyone wants to see, 
is some sort of repeated trick penalty where if you pull off a double backflip and then you pull off a double backflip, it's worth less and keeps getting worth less until a certain point. So that will remove a lot of the repeated tricks throughout these challenges that you find on the mountain. They could also get creative too and throw in some extra bonus points for speed, for height, and for how close you get to things in the game, which they already have that one. So making those some sort of little additional score and then just making sure that you're not repeating those tricks and making sure you're considering your landings too and where you're jumping from. I would love to see this idea played out in the large scale in an actual tournament. We might have to do one here pretty soon just so we can try and implement this and see if it would work. Do you think that this would only be from a live competition like, you know, we would have users submit it and we would do the judging on this? Or do you think that something like this could be implemented for the game itself in game? I think people would like to see something like this in game too, because you see those world records that are out there. And once someone kind of nails it, you have to follow their path and just try to do it, you know, that inch better, that extra second better. So if there is something that supports getting out there and getting more creative with your runs, I don't see that being a bad thing it could also be done like you said where we test it out maybe we compare some of the videos that are rated on views like check my stees and we take some submissions beforehand and try and do the math like what we would assign to it and then see if that scoring matches up to overall how they vote on it and how the fans vote on it. Like we said before, we might be loading a couple of the Check My Steez submissions into a future video, so maybe we can. Maybe we can score them with our own system on our channel. We'll see, but I do really like that format. I think if they ever do a live challenge again, like the Road to the Olympics Grand Finals, it would be awesome if they could bring in some actual judges to score the runs that they watch just like they judge them in the X Games or the Olympic judges too. That's how they did the scoring system at the Olympics. So why not bring in some of those judges that are used to watching a run and giving a score and then having them do the same thing in the game? Absolutely. Or you know where it could also be implemented? Where are you going with this one? Well, it could be the weekly challenge. I mean, if we run another contest like we're trying to give something away, person with the highest score of our system might be able to win something in the future. You know what? I like that idea, Nick. That's one of the few that I like from you. Oh, thanks. That really means... Wait, what? One of the few? Oh, come on. You know I love your ideas that you come up with. Love you too, boo. All right, let's jump into the weekly challenge. Hey, so this week was the giveaway for that video, right? Yeah. Did we get one? And uh, that's the, the challenge you came up with, right? Yeah. And no one submitted again, right? Come on. I think I'm just hiding submissions from you at this point. But we actually did get a submission today in the friends challenge, and it came earlier this afternoon. So he just made the cut before we recorded this episode. But on YouTube, we got a comment from Lucas Skipworth. Wait, you're telling me that we did get someone who entered? Yeah. We did, which means we do have a winner. His comment said, Hi there. I've been playing Steep for a few weeks now and I've really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, none of my friends have the game, so if I won the giveaway, I would finally be able to play with friends. I am entering for Europe PS4, by the way. Well, Lucas, we'll be your friends as well, of course, on PS4, but 
Why not enjoy a code for any of your other friends too? Who knows, we may end up playing with your friend, or we might ask them for a mini review of Steep to see what a newcomer thinks of it. Congratulations, Lucas. We can't wait to meet up with you on the mountain. We'll get to that real soon. And while this giveaway has come to an end, this is not the last opportunity to grab a key for yourself or for a friend from us. Anytime you come across a friend that would love to get into Steep and join you on the mountain, let us know. Reach out to us. I'm going to plug us again at Nick or Mitch on Twitter or on YouTube.com slash Nick and Mitch. Hit us up. Let us know why you need a key. And more than likely, we're going to have one for you. The only thing we are going to force those people to do is to like and subscribe. We made it nine episodes, nine weeks before either of us said like and subscribe. I don't know if that has ever been done on YouTube before. Yeah. New world record! Hey, I just want to point out that my photo challenge that is airing in week 10, Ice Ice Baby, already has two submissions and they have until next Sunday to submit. So, uh, looks like I'm winning so far, bud. Whatever. What are we asking them to do next time? Well, for week 10, submit a photo of Ice Ice Baby. And for week 11, so the weekly challenge for this week, is a video challenge. And I want to see your coolest stunts pulled off in the para-ski sport. So where you got the paraglider and the skis still dangling from your legs, see what you come up with. You know, that's such an underrated discipline in this game. Love to see what you guys can do with this. Get creative, get steezy. Make it sexy. Yep, well, I said something about the video. I told them what they could do in the video. So, looks like no one's going to submit to this one either. I just ruined it for everyone. You're welcome. Before you get too irate, let's head over to the Q&A section. Q&A. 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 We already hijacked Steep Clips Germany's question for the main topic this week, so... We still have a question submitted from our great friend, Chris Wan. Wah, 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 Wan. His first question this week is, how would we explain Steep to a random person and why they should play the game? Mitch, I don't know about you, but I have explained Steep to a lot of random people, or at least people that have no idea what the game is. I'm not just walking up to a random guy on the sidewalk saying, have you heard about Steep? Wait, you don't? do that um no but um it sounds like you have so do you want to explain the process of explaining steep to a random person mitch you might have more experience with this than i do and i thought i had plenty i have an elevator pitch ready for everything that i do in life so i've had to explain steep to family to friends to co-workers and the best way i explain it is that it is a winter sports game where you can ski, snowboard, paraglide, base jump, anything to do with a mountain. And there are just so many mountains that you can get out there and explore. You can free ride, you can go through terrain parks, you can come up with cool creative videos, and you can even make your own challenges to share with your friends. So it is just an awesome hybrid of a winter sports exploration, challenge, racing, video editing game. I explain it very similarly. The only thing that I usually add is I mention that it's an open world game. People kind of have a grasp on what that means and it's easy to explain that concept to them. So when you tell them it's an open world game, that it's not just directing you through a, a prefabricated maze, 
and you tell them that you have mountain ranges that you get to explore every single inch of them, it kind of gives them that sense of wonder and that giant expanse that ultimately is the entire game. I mean, it's just a giant winter wonderland playground for people who absolutely love exploration and taking risks. He also asked, what things in Steep make us angry about Steep? And I think the most angry we've been with the game has been when we've had trouble connecting to each other in multiplayer. And I know part of that was because we were usually in a college dorm, so there was always NAT-type errors and something going on with that where we couldn't always join. But it was the fact that we could play Rocket League together, NHL together. The only one that we seemed to have trouble actually riding together was Steep. Yeah, from the beta up until, I want to say, maybe two years ago, it was always hit or miss whether or not we would be able to connect successfully and ride next to each other. Sometimes we would connect, we would be able to hear each other in game chat, but we wouldn't see each other on the mountain. There were a lot of weird connection things that felt like they were happening on the game side because, like you said, we played tons of other games with no connection issues. But it seems like all of those issues have kind of gone to the wayside now that the multiplayer beta is starting to roll out. Everything's getting a little bit stronger with the multiplayer connections, and I'm really excited for all of the things that they can do now that they've kind of sorted out all of the issues with the multiplayer connections. Finally, he asked us, goofy or regular? Definitely regular on my end. I'm regular as well. It feels kind of off whenever I have the right foot forward in the game because I snowboard with my left foot forward, so always regular for me. Did you ever twist your bindings when you were regularly riding? Twist them as in what? I don't know the proper term for it, but, you know, you would turn your left foot face. The toes would face a little bit more towards the toe of the board versus the broadside, the edge of the board. Or were you just riding like flat foot, you know, forward? Were you kind of angling your feet at all? I think they were twisted a little bit. I, it's been a while since I've been on a snowboard since I mainly ski, but yeah. I think they were twisted a bit, so it would feel just a little bit more natural for me. Apparently I'm supposed to ride goofy because your kicking leg is supposed to be your back leg and I'm a left foot kicker. Oh. But I'm one of those weird people who kicks with their left foot but then rides with it forward on skate and snowboard. Huh, interesting, I never knew that. Maybe that's why I fall all the time. Oh yeah, maybe that's why you've broken more ankles than I've broken pencil tips. That's probably a fair assessment. <laughs> Alright, and with that, we will wrap up episode 9. Thank you guys so much. Stay tuned for a special treat next week for episode 10. We have something planned that I think you guys are going to love. And again, if you haven't checked out the podcast, what are you waiting for? New episodes are posted to the link down in the description every single week. So, like, what are you waiting for? Go listen to the podcast! And be sure to hit us up with all of your comments, questions, and submissions down below in the comments or over at our Reddit page, which is linked in the description. You can also make Nick's phone blow up while he's at work if you tag at Nick or Mitch on Twitter or hashtag Steepcast. So go do that for me because I try to keep his phone dinging all throughout the day with Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram. So if you guys can help me out, that would be great. Thanks. Love you, bud. And love all you guys. Thank you so much for sticking it out for nine weeks with both of our ugly voices. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Mitch. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The energy is not where it needs to be for this outro. Let's try this one again. I'm Nick. And I'm Mitch. And we'll see you guys on the slopes. 
This episode was brought to you by the Nick and Mitch Podcast Network. To learn more, head to nickandmitch.com slash podcasts. 